Digital Marketer. Hello and welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Snavely, and we're getting a bit more meta than usual today. I invited the very smart Jason Portnoy to chat with me today about podcasting. (laughs) Jason himself is the host and creator of the Perfectly Mentored Podcast, where he scored big names in the industry like Grant Cardone, Gary Vee. He also runs the J-Port Media Agency. And today we dive into how to use a podcast to build authority, build relationships, and even your e-commerce or service-based business. At the end, we also dig a tiny bit into the new and exciting Clubhouse app. Everyone's on it. It's a whole big thing. If you're curious, make sure to stick around. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to dig in. Here it is. Hello, Jason. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk for the this is literally the first time we've ever talked about podcasts on the podcast so <laughs> a podcast about podcasting I love it yeah it's it's about dang time yeah so before I, we kind of jump into the stuff about podcasts I'd love to just have you in your own words tell our listener kind of who you are what you do what you're all about Sure. So I run an agency called Jport Media, have been for, we're a full service digital marketing agency, have been for the last four years. We really specialize in, I would say 80% of our clients are e-commerce at this point, where we help scale them from five, six figures to seven. Last year in 2020, we helped scale three businesses to eight figures. So that's really our specialty using a lot of paid media, but now email marketing and with all the changes coming on these different platforms like Facebook, we have to diversify as much as possible. At the same time, I also have a coaching program called Market Domination Method, which helps you work with me and a group and we help you dominate your market and become the authority, the leaders in your space and build a real brand and build a platform. And on top of it, I have a podcast called Perfectly Mentored, where I've interviewed some of the biggest names like Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, Damon John, Ryan Dice, Marcus Murphy. I'll throw some some of those names in Molly Pittman, some of the smartest people in business and marketing and in the health and wellness space and the mindset space, all because, hey, I want to get perfectly mentored. And if you could watch me get perfectly mentored along the journey, then that's great, too. That's genius. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, I'm going to look that up right now because that sounds incredible. (laughs) And your agency has done pretty well during this pandemic time. I know that that's not what this is about because you just, I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Look, e-commerce during COVID especially uh, boomed, right? Like we saw some people are saying anywhere from a five to 10 year uh, jump when when it comes to e-commerce. So yeah, a lot of them had record-breaking months. A lot of them that I had to convince, do not cut advertising dollars. Please do not cut advertising dollars. It's the biggest mistake you'll make. We have to convince them to not do that. And they ended up having record-breaking months and and really just taking control. The power of online marketing. Advertising is the lifeblood of of a business. And now people are starting to see it a lot more. Yeah. Well, let's dig into podcasting because you're a pro. I'm like half a pro. I, I know how to, I know how to talk to someone and press record. That's about it. Hey, that makes you but a pro. Strategy- that, look, that's, that's where most people <laughs> fail. Not the press record part. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. Everyone can hit a record button, hopefully, but <laughs> having a good conversation with people, that's, that's the number one thing. So that makes you a pro in my opinion. 
Ah, well, I want to hear about the strategy involved in, and first this, this podcast you do as an agency owner, how has that helped you grow your business? So podcasting is one of the easiest ways to hack authority, right? You know, I, I always say it this, if you weren't the cool kid growing up, what's the best way to be considered a cool kid, hang out with the cool kids, get seen with the popular crowd. If that's what you want to be, you know, you want to be considered an athlete, hang out with the athletes and, you know, get on the team. And even if you sit on the bench, you're part of the team. It's the same thing with how, how podcasting gets used, right? So if you want to be the seen as authority in your space, you could have the top name guests. So when I'm sitting next to Gary Vaynerchuk, Ryan Dice, and we're talking marketing, I'm instantly seen as an authority figure in my space because I'm borrowing off their authority. Mm. I'm leveraging their authority for my own for my own tactical use. And there's nothing wrong with it because they know they're doing it. That's why they come on the podcast. I'm giving them ex- exposure and they know I'm equally getting exposure into their audience. So when you do that and, and you run an agency, for example, and you're trying to break out and you're trying to get more clients, especially in marketing, well, cool. You have the top people in marketing coming on your podcast, talking marketing with you. Man, I want to work with this guy. I had Randy Zuckerberg on the podcast and immediately after the podcast, I got hit with so many DMs and messages saying, Hey, my ad account has been banned. You know, Randy, can you message her? And I'm like, (laughs) you know, we're not really like French showed up on a podcast, right? Like, and, and, but that's what people perceive, right? It's, you saw Michael Jordan wear Nikes and immediately thought you could dunk. That's just the way the (laughs) mind works. That's, that's how psychology works. So it's the same thing with 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 the podcast. I didn't start it for lead generation. I really, really didn't. I started because I wanted to meet Gary Vaynerchuk, and I wanted I wanted uh, to pick his brain for for like an hour. And obviously, he didn't have that. And when I actually did get to meet him, he told me to start a podcast. And I said, "Cool, will you be on it?" And he said, "No." And he goes, "I get hit up a lot." So I said, "Well, you know, no problem. We'll do it around your time whenever you want." And he's like. I don't know. We'll see. And he kept going and I wouldn't stop. And he goes, you're not going to stop, are you? And I said, now, if you were mentoring me and giving me advice right now, would you tell me to stop or would you tell me to keep going? And he looked at me, he smiled and he said, do 20 episodes and I'll come on. Now that 20 episodes was, was strategic because most podcasts fail after eight. And I'm telling you, when you're first starting to do eight episodes, sounds like nothing or 20 episodes sounds like nothing. It's hard. Right. Cause it is. <laughs> like you're interviewing like anyone who wants to be interviewed because no one big is coming on your first podcast. Right. So you're interviewing people that you could just pull in and not using them as stepping stones. I think that's the wrong way to look at things, but you're just getting the experience, right? You're, you're, you're sharpening the saw and, and, and you keep going. And I ended up doing 20 podcasts and true to his word, I was in New York and, and, and we filmed and it came out. Uh, I was at traffic and conversion when, when it actually came out. That's awesome. And then I used that to show Ryan Dice and Ryan Dice then came on the podcast. It's perfect. I love that you had to use Gary to get Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't think many people have had to yeah. have done that. Yeah. Well, it's amazing how like some people who aren't big in the industry, like I'll tell them all the names that have been on and they're like, well, can you send me your stats? And I'm like, all right, forget it. Like, or, or we charge, you know, $500 to appear on it. I'm like, I got all these people without paying a cent. You're telling me you're going to charge me and you want to see my proof? Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel that for sure. I I also, I just want to like linger on the fact that I I think there will be someone out there listening who is thinking, oh yeah, great. You started podcast to get credibility. And of course you get Gary Vaynerchuk. But the fact that you had to do, he had to do 20 episodes. He had to ask 
and probably go further than anybody else would have in that moment, sitting with Gary, someone who is like untouchable in this space and ask something that can be kind of uncomfortable, which is spend your time on me, spend your time mentoring me or being on my podcast or helping me grow. I like, to me, that's just, that speaks volumes to the things you have to do in order to make your podcast successful. And look, everyone wants the big guys, right? If I didn't do those 20 episodes, that podcast with Gary would have been awful. And he ended up doing a recording promo saying it's one of the best interviews he's ever done. He ended up putting on his YouTube channel. I don't think that would have happened if I didn't get those 20 episodes. Everyone's like, hey, I just want to go and I'm going to do this. Now, the problem is Gary's smart, right? He doesn't want to be a waste of time where you do one episode with Gary and then never do another podcast again. And he's just the one and done. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't want to waste his time where you're fumbling around and and you don't know how to, how to interview or ask questions or how, or you're just following your questions on, on a piece of paper and not having a conversation. I wouldn't have been able like, yeah, I could have done 20 episodes, but that 20 episodes was crucial for me to interview him. And you doesn't need to be Gary. Sometimes having big name people on your show doesn't really do much for you because they're doing a lot of shows. It's not like I'm I'm one of the five episodes he's done in the last 12 years, right? He goes on a podcast every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that's such a huge competitive advantage where now I'm going to rank instantly higher. The audience has to relate and like your podcast. So if, they're, if you keep going after big names that aren't relatable to your audience and they can't sit there and say, okay, well, you just brought on a guy who's doing a billion dollars. I'm doing five, six figures. How am I going to learn from this guy, right? Like they're, they're just at a completely different level. But if I brought in someone who's doing seven figures and last year they were doing six figures, well, now that's instantly relatable. Now you could see the jump. You could, you could kind of visualize it. If you're 700 pounds and I show you ripped abs and say, come to the gym, right? That's not relatable. There's a, a big disconnect between that. But if we start showing progress and, and, and going along the way, that makes more sense. Now that becomes relatable. Sometimes big names don't like they're, they're great. They're great for marketing. Don't get me wrong. I love the big names and everyone should go after them. But that's that shouldn't be the, the only reason you start a podcast. So talking about those big names, that's kind of all about building authority, getting credibility. And you mentioned kind of some of those smaller names and if you you have to use some smaller names or unknown people or people who are just smart in the industry and that you respect, but then maybe aren't going to like drive a ton of listeners, but there has to be some kind of strategy that is making that podcast worthwhile. So how do you kind of wrap your mind around what the purpose of those episodes are? I think you need to understand what your point of your podcast is. Like, what does your podcast do, right? So many people start a podcast, they're like, oh, I'm going to be a finance podcast. And then they're like, well, I want to be like Joe Rogan and interview doctors and and medical people. Mm -hmm. And I want to interview like some big business names. It's got to make sense with what your show is about. Perfectly mentored. I can't just start, you know, having conversation with random people that don't provide value in terms of a mentorship to the audience. It, It just wouldn't make sense. It's not congruent. But Perfectly mentored doesn't have to necessarily be business. I could sit there and say, how do we become better with our health? How do we become better with our mindset? How do we become better with this? Just so happens most of the the podcasts are around marketing because that's my industry. And selfishly, I use the podcast for myself to get in front of people so that I could become smarter. And I think the reason why my podcast was able to get some success was I don't ask the fluff questions. I don't ask the same questions everyone else is asking because I'm asking questions for me. 
And this may sound really bad to the listeners, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I don't really care so much about the listeners. What I care, I know that if I could ask the right questions for me, there's many people who have those questions. So mm -hmm. I, again, just to bring up Gary again, so many people, he preaches patience, right? He talks patience, patience, patience. And everybody asks him, so you have to be patient, right? And he's like, yeah, you got to be patient. But the follow-up to that is like, like, okay, well, how long do I have to be patient for? Like, when does patience become delusion? And I asked that mm. question and everyone like that, people told me that's one of the best questions that he was asked because th they've always had that. So when you come in it from your own standpoint and being like, okay, well, I love my listeners. I care a lot about them. I want the show for them. But at the same time, perfectly mentored is my journey of being perfectly mentored. And through that, mm. I'm going to bring those mentors to you and give you access to them. Now I've done a lot of lives and Q and A's with some of the big guys and brought them on for the audience, but for the most part, it's me getting perfectly mentored. So you have to be very clear on, on what your show is about and then line up the guests that fit that. Yeah, that makes sense. And just coming from the perspective of someone who does do interviews, I love that concept of asking questions that you have because yeah, all the time I'll be like, Oh, well I have to come up with some kind of question. What do people want to know? And it's like, no, like your own experience and your own gaps in knowledge will kind of flesh out what this interview sounds like and what it should be. Yeah. I love that. And you're an interviewer. Like if you were had to put on the hat of like, okay, I wonder what the guests would ask. I, I think it's a good mindset to be. And I, I definitely do think about that at times as well. But if you have to always wear that hat of not you, well, then it's not an authentic conversation, right? There's yeah. no flow to it. You're constantly, you're not you, right? You're not yeah. kind of having the conversation with Jason. You're having your digital marketer listeners trying to have a conversation. With and, and that's <laughs> Digital marketer listener number too. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's not going to be a good conversation. And, and I think, mm. I think you have the right approach to it. So we've talked a lot about authority, credibility, and I, I know one way that you've recommended people use podcasts is for business development, which is something I think I realized, oh, I'm kind of doing this in a way, my own way for like content programming, but I had never heard anybody talk about before. And I would love for you to just rattle on because I think there are a lot of people who need to hear what this can be. Look, I mean, podcasting has helped my agency. It's helped my consulting because people want to work with me. I've You take the content. All of our content is in video and audio. We break down into snippets and to prove a point I want. So if I know I'm on agenda to help people build a brand, well, great. I'm going to ask my guests a question about brand. Now I'm going to repurpose that, that clip around it, around my message that I want. And that's just reinforcement. So that's taking authority, being like, okay, you don't believe me. Well, I'm sitting next to X person and he's telling you that it's that. So that becomes the lead gen side of things. But now how can a random person or or someone who doesn't have an agency use it? I mean, interview, interview your prospects, right? So if your dream is to work with someone, like I'm slowly starting to wrap my head around doing this, but if your dream is to work with someone, great. Go call them and co-call them and say, hey, I want to work with you. I want you, to, I want you to hire us. See how far that gets you, right? First of all, you probably won't even get past their, the gatekeeper. But if you happen to get these people, some of these people get pitched nonstop. But if you're like, hey, why don't you come on my podcast and let's chat? I'd love to interview you. Now you're building that relationship. Now Jen and I are chatting. We have a relationship now. I'm not asking you for anything, but she knows who I am. 
the five minutes before the podcast starts, the, f- the five minutes after. Now I have 10 minutes of just thanking her for her time, talking to her, explaining her what I do and how it worked together. I have her contact information. I could send her stuff as a thank you. I could follow up. Now it's not a instantly I do a podcast and now she's a client, right? That's not how it works. But I started the relationship. She knows me more than just a regular pitch. I'm not a pitch anymore. And now I keep building that space. I'm promoting her, right? I'm using clips of Jenna and promoting her as as a person and an authority in her space. While yes, secretly I'm building up my own authority, but at the same time, I'm giving her content. So we we send our guests snippets for them for them to use for social media with with me out of it, right? Like here, you this we thought this was really really good. You might want to go use this. Now they're thanking me. Now I'm giving them value. Now I can start the conversation with them of being like, oh, this is what I do. This is what I do. And I think that's what what most people do wrong in general is they go for a close way too early. They don't build that value. They don't build that relationship, especially with big name people. So podcasts are an easy way to do it because you're getting that face-to-face time with someone without being a, a distraction for them, without being a burden to them. Oh, another pitch. I don't want to listen to another pitch. No, I'm going to promote the hell out of you. I want to interview you. And now all of a sudden, it, it's funny, the amount of people I asked that, that if I asked to pick their brain for 30 minutes would say no to me versus when I say, can I interview you for an hour? They say yes. All of a sudden, they have the hour. Wow. All of a sudden, they have an hour for me, right? And 30 minutes was, was gone out the window. Easiest way to get in front of people. And it's a great way to do lead generation of, of just going after the people you want and reaching out to them that way. What like really crystallizes in my mind about that is I'm just thinking about our, our sales team and like the amount of people they have to talk to, to get to someone who has a credit card, who can make a decision, who can say, yes, our budget approves of this. When you're interviewing someone on a podcast, they're not going to give you the, that first gatekeeper and say, yeah, interview them about our business. (laughs) You could find out what they're, they're hiring. You're an agency. You want to work with Nike. I'm just using this as an example, right? You want to get in front of Nike. So you have the CMO of Nike on your podcast. Like, I know I'm reaching for the stars here, but I'm just trying to build a picture for you. You have the CMO of Nike on. Great. By the way, what, you know, and one of the questions in your podcast could be, so you probably get pitched by so many different people and agencies. What are you looking for? Like, what's your process when you go work with people? Mm. It's a question, but secretly you're like, okay, they're just going to give me everything that they, they're looking for right? Doesn't mean right after the podcast, you go prepare a deck and send it to them exactly how they want. But now you got that relationship going. And now you know exactly how they make their decisions because you asked them on a podcast. That is so genius. I freaking love it. So we kind of covered these two different ways that you can use podcasts. But when it comes to an e-commerce business, for example, is there a reason for an e-commerce business to have a podcast, what what would you say to an e-commerce um, marketer or business owner if they're thinking about it? Look, do I think everyone should have a podcast? No, right? I mean, it doesn't mean everyone has to go start a podcast. I'm a big, big believer in omnipresence. I think you should be everywhere and anywhere if you can be. I never really loved doing camera and I love chatting with people. So I'm like, okay, cool, off camera there. But then I realized I ended up doing all my podcasts, recording it. So I really wasn't doing that. I was actually on camera, but I'm also not good solo, right? I, I, I'm not good as a solo podcast person or I haven't really tried it. I love having that, that 
a dialogue. So, and, and for me, I love information. Podcast just made sense for me. It doesn't mean it has to make sense for you. It could be something else for you. It could be writing a book. It could be doing something. It could be a contributor for a magazine. I happen to do all of those things because I believe in omnipresence. But let's say you're an e-commerce business and you're like, okay, I'm buying in. I believe you. I want to start a podcast, but you know, I, I sell clothing. Well, what am I going to start a podcast on? How am I going to sell clothing? And again, I think you're looking at it the wrong way. I think it's the same way you're looking at lead generation, hoping you're going to close a million dollar deal because you had one podcast episode with someone. It's the relationship. So if you're an e-commerce business and you're selling, I don't know, uh, faith-based apparel, for example, well, start a podcast around faith, right? The community around what your brand stands for, right? I'm big. 2021 is all about community, right? Like I, I think that's what you're starting to see. People want to feel a part of something, want to feel part of a tribe. Now, if you create that community around faith for them, well, great. Guess what? You can start every episode with a promotion for your brand. Hey, DM listeners. Did you know that you can generate leads from Instagram without using any landing pages or websites? If you're not sure what I'm talking about, Instagram actually allows businesses and influencers to set up automations to automatically capture leads through the Instagram inbox. So this means that you can generate leads for your business all using 100% automated Instagram messages. And the good news is our friends at Bot Builders can show you exactly how to do it. They're an industry leader and these guys have landed some of the biggest clients in the world. So if you want to learn how to use Instagram automation to generate leads, go check out their free training at botwebinar.com. They'll show you exactly how it works. You'll see a live demo and also how you can start using their pre-built templates to start going after big clients yourself. Once again, that's botwebinar.com. You could end every show note with a link to, to your brand. That's how you sell without selling, without like selling and building some sort of tribe around your brand that stand for you and, and, and you have longevity, you'll have lifetime value. If you're selling hair products, well, base it around hairstyle, base it around style, bring in product like, like creators, bring in like people who create hair products. There's just so many ways. Look at what's trending right, right now. Your, your sports brand, well, become a sports media company behind it, right? Like everyone preaches that build the media company around your brand, interview athletes. So if you're, if you sell sports clothing, and you want influencers wearing your stuff who are famous, well, great. There's another way to do it. Instead of, I, I had a clothing brand, we would just ship out to people, and then you start building relationships. But in the beginning, we would just ship to anyone and just be like, here you go. If, if you like it, wear it. If you love it, tell your, tell your teammate about us and post on social. And if you hate it, wash your car with it. Either way, it's my gift to you. And <laughs> that was literally the message we wrote to every single you know influencer we've ever sent anything to. And if I could go back and I had the brand now, well, I would just start a sports pro podcast and I'd bring in announcers. I'd bring in some athletes that I'm able to get on, even if they're small, start local, start building that up. I'd show highlights on my Instagram of, of, of people. And then I'd start gifting them and telling them about it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love it. Now you have the relationship. So when you send them a package, it's not a cold product coming to them. And trust me, it works a lot better than sliding into the DM where if they have like 2 million followers, you get them on your podcast. Now you could gift them and build that relationship and who knows, they become an ambassador or, or a person for the brand. I think if you look at it as, okay, cool, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to sell a million dollars worth of stuff off that podcast. I mean, it's possible. There are people who do podcasts and have affiliates, right? So just look at it that way. If I wanted to make a ton of money and Jenna had a course, cool, come on my podcast. If I had a million listeners, I'd put a link, an affiliate link to her course on there and I'd make money. John Lee Dumas, like all these people make a ton of money off their podcast by being an affiliate. So if they're able to do that with other people's products, 
right? I'm pretty sure you could do it with your own products. And what a cool kind of new angle for influencer marketing. I mean, I have friends who are legit influencers and just imagining if a brand sends them, when a brand sends them stuff, it's kind of like, oh, cool. I got some new skincare. That's cool. But if a brand said, hey, we want to feature you on like the Mod Cloth podcast about pinup or vintage or whatever, they would love that. That kind of exposure from brands on top of just the idea of a place to share your thoughts and be in a different format and be like in the podcast world is probably really exciting. I, that is so cool. And, and imagine, imagine we were doing this in person. There wasn't COVID. You and I were sitting next to each other and I had a brand and I had you on because you're a big influencer in the styling space. And that's what we're talking about. Cool. And I'm like, oh, by the way, here, here's my gift to you. I'm like, if you love it, you could put it on for this podcast and just walk away. Like just jokingly say it under your breath. Chances are they're like, yeah, sure, I'll wear it. Now you have video of like top influencer wearing your stuff without paying them. You're promoting them. You have the clips. You have everything. And now you have a whole conversation around your topic that your brand stands for with the influencer wearing it for an hour versus them taking one picture and sending it to you that you may or may not be able to use for advertising purposes. I Genius. Mean, yeah, I think that's I think that's the way you have to look at it. What's really incredible to me is just the connection this has with everything I've ever heard from anyone who does marketing, which is about the relationship and about the customer. And if you are starting a podcast because you want to hear the sound of your own voice and know that people are downloading your thoughts and opinions, that's just not the way. Like, I mean, even thinking about your podcast, it's you being mentored, but you're sharing this like mentorship with people. So it's like a quick, easy way to get a, get a little mentorship in your life. Yeah. I think it's just, it's content marketing at its very best. And it's exactly what people need to be doing and focusing on. And and if you do video, the amount of pieces of content you get is, is incredible, right? You have so many snippets. So you take different pieces, you have audio, you have video, you have quote cards, you have so many different things you could take from a half an hour to an hour podcast that, I mean, so many people struggle to find content ideas. Well, here you go. This is how you get, you you take one of it. I think I just released a LinkedIn article with one of our interviews of the top three things we learned and we put the transcript of it. It's just the transcript cleaned up around the three top things. How long does that take? I mean, like that, that's really it. But the one thing I will say is it's not easy, right? Pod- don't think like, okay, I'm going to go start a podcast mm-hmm. and it's going to go. I think building relationships like you're talking about is hard. Right. We all have friendships that we let go over the last year because we didn't put in the work to keep those relationships going. We've all had that in the past. It's the same exact thing with the podcast. You can't just come in and do one episode here and then six weeks later. I mean, the 20 episodes to get Gary took a long time because I half-assed it, right? I did a podcast here. I maybe released it. I have to go find someone else, go record that podcast. And those 20 episodes suck, right? Like, because like I was just trying to get through it and and I didn't know how to have a conversation with people. It, it takes work. So I, I don't want podcasts to be like, oh, this is the quick way to do it. Anything that you're going to do to try to build your brand or to get sales requires work, right? Direct response, we kind of kind of like changed the game a little bit now that you could get instant sales and see instant results. That's great. And that's great to get sales. And, and obviously sales are a result and they help build a brand. But at the end of the day, Longevity matters most. 
right? So like, I'm not in for the quick cash grab. And if you are, podcasting is definitely not the game for you, right? Like that, <laughs> like there's no quick cash grab here. Unless you have like, all of a sudden you could bring a billion followers to your podcast and do some quick affiliate link and do it that way. But like even getting people like, we didn't even talk about the fact that now you have a podcast. What, how do you get people to listen to it? Right? Like that's like, that's a whole different beast. Right? Very, everything we talked <laughs> that's about, an entire, like, that's three everything we talked about, like people are maybe sitting there and like, that's hard. I got to go ask people. I got to go follow up with them on, on like every single one of our big name guests, by the way, I've never paid for an, it's me messaging them on Instagram. That's really what it is. Instagram and Twitter, because they have a million followers on Instagram. They probably have way less on Twitter, less noise. I reach out to them and, and try mm. it that way. But sometimes I just go in, copy, delete. Because if they don't see it, I could delete my message and then repost it again three days later and keep doing it and keep doing Genius. it and keep doing it, keep following up. It takes time. Grant Cardone was on the podcast yesterday. That's a two years of following up or, or a year and a half of following up, including one time where he was supposed to come on and canceled an hour before and I couldn't even get <sighs> scheduled. So that's it takes time. So but everything we just talked about was the easy part. Right. It's very easy to get people on your podcast. It's very easy to hit record and it's very easy to have a conversation. But the hard part is getting the people to tune in. Yeah. Jason, do you mind if I throw a curveball right now? Sure. Oh, I hope <laughs> I, I hope I could hit it. Just hearing that you interviewed Grant Cardone and hearing, you know, we're talking about building relationships. And I know for a fact that Grant has been super active on Clubhouse. And I wondered if you were on it and what you think about it. So I am on Clubhouse. I'm a marketer. Uh, I, I <laughs> everywhere. What do I think of Clubhouse? I like it. I think there. I think some some rooms have tremendous value because you'd have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to sit in a room with some of those people to hear them talk and give advice. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to get on the stage and and ask them a question, great. Uh, you get your question answered. You could also just listen and, and and get it. And it requires very little like effort, right? You don't have to get dressed up. You don't have to put on, you have to look good. It's just the sound of your voice and you don't even have to talk. You could let it run in the background, go for a walk and listen to some of these people talk. Now, the problem is I think internet marketers come in and ruin everything. And I feel like that's what happened with, with Clubhouse. You go into a room where it's like how to build a million dollar business. And I know for a fact, a lot of the people sitting up there don't even have six figure businesses. Right. So that's what digital marketers and the whole guru eras brought on. We come in and do those things. Look, I think it's I, I think depending on what you want to do, it could be a distraction or it could be help like like every social media platform. If you're going on there and you're like everyone who talks is gospel, then, you know, that, that's a problem. Right. You shouldn't be buying everybody's course. You should be doing and implementing and learning things yourself. Right. There's a big difference. Listen to Damon John Perry those guys talking and then listen to Steve who you don't know what Steve is, but you wrote in his, but he wrote in his bio. He won like a two comma club winner or, or like on click funnels or whatever and post and post a couple of cool stats on there. Right. Very easy to gamify the system and take advantage of people, but that existed on every channel. My okay. issue is how do these people have 20 hours a day to spend on the platform and still have seven to eight figure businesses? I mean, like, that's what I want to learn. Make a clubhouse room with people who actually have eight-figure businesses that explain how they're able to be on there all day and still have an eight-figure business. <laughs> I want to be part of that because that, like, I like 
10 minutes in, I got another phone call. I got to get off, right? Like, and, and yeah. actually work. <laughs> I think it's good. Do I think there's longevity in it? Look, I think it's going to help podcasters. For me, it's great. I've, I found people I like and I've reached out to them and January got booked for the podcast. It was, it was great from that standpoint and just going on. But you don't even need Clubhouse for that, really. Like, you could just, it was me DMing them on Instagram, right? Because you can't really hit them up any other way. So I used it for that. I used it to find people to fill the podcast and people I, I, I like. I don't really go there listening for for advice and, and results. I mean, if you go into a clubhouse room, you'll listen to a bunch of people talk and give conflicting advice. Uh, mm. And I think you just have to ask yourself, do I need more distraction in my life or do or 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 do I need to get going? And I think people will get lost in clubhouse going down the information rabbit hole. The longevity of it, I don't know. I like I it's it's hard for me to tell you. This could be another like trend like TikTok and and when everyone jumped on that, I, I like it. And I've 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 haven't seen an app that's been this addictive, right? I think they have a very aggressive, very, very aggressive notification system, which makes you like like the dopamine in your goes off and you want to go on no matter what you're doing. You want to go on because you just saw this person jumped on. Uh, they're very, very smart in how they built it with invites only and it was exclusive and people selling invites and now everyone wants to be on there. So I, I I haven't seen an app ever, in my opinion, that that has that type of buzz. How long it that lasts for? I, I have no clue. I think I think I even saw it tail off a little bit now that the holidays are over, right? Where people were off for two weeks and they were on it not yeah. and people are on it a bit less. But yeah, it's a long-winded answer to answer your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a perfect, it's the perfect curveball answer. Cause yeah, I think it's, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put out my opinion. I'm investigating. It's been literally I think 24 hours. Go, go, go on. If, if I mean, if you're able to get an invite and go on it, and, and I think everyone should, should go on it and, and see, but yeah, it's been, it's been addictive. Like I, I found myself using it, using it a lot. Yeah. I, but like I said, I've, I have a very, very deep thought about our industry, the digital marketing industry, and seeing, again, internet marketers come in and just like, oh, they put a little blue verified logo in their thing yeah. and, and, and different tactics, which is now, by the way, Clubhouse came out today and said it's illegal. Like, like you'll be banned if you put in a fake blue check in your, in your, wow. in your profile. But just they, these people come in and, and, and kind of take over everything, right? That's the reason why marketers rank lower in trust than than politicians and car salespeople. <laughs> I mean, your deep thought is my deep thought. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we're in we're in this space and it's it's kind of what you have to deal with and what you have to sift through. And that's just how it is. If you're a business owner and you go on there like everything, like even what I'm saying on this podcast, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Right? Like just because I'm saying podcasts work doesn't mean it's 100% going to work for you. Investigate, play around, try it out, and, and make your own informed decisions and, and go on and do it. But the most important part is do. Don't just listen to my words, then go investigate again, then and listen to someone else say how podcasts don't work, and then listen to someone who says podcasts work. You want to know if it works? Start a podcast. Try it. And then you can go on and say it either worked or it didn't. Yeah, then come back and hit me up and say, you just wasted uh, six months of my life. I tried a podcast and I did absolutely nothing and it was sucked. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> right? Like, um, <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jason, we're kind of getting to the end of the hour and I have one more question, a real question. But before I ask it, I'd love to know 
where can people reach out to you, find more out about who you are and what you do and, you know, maybe buy something from you. Awesome. So my podcast, I have nothing to sell you right now, but my podcast is called Perfectly Mentored. It's on all streaming apps. You could also go to the website, perfectlymentored.com. That's the same as it is on all social media channels. I'm super accessible across all social media at Jason Portnoy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find me super, I'm super easy to be found. And, and yeah, again, the podcast that, and if you're looking for help growing your business, you could contact my agency. If you want more consulting and coaching, like I said, we're launching the market domination method. And again, this isn't a pitch. If you want to have a talk, all you're agreeing to say is maybe because at the end of the day, we have to make sure we're a right fit for you and you have to make sure we're the right fit for, for you. You're the right fit for us and we're the right fit for you is what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's not like a heads you win, tails you lose. Right. So that's, that's it. Cool. And my final question is, Jason, if you could go back in time to, to the you who started this marketing journey, this entrepreneurial journey and tell yourself anything at all, knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself and why? Whew. That's a, that's a good question. There's so many, like, I want to keep, I want, I, I would tell myself to keep pushing through, right? Like, like just keep pushing. Like you, you're not going to see the results right away. Keep pushing. But for the most part, I think the biggest thing is, is learn who you are. Like figure out what, mm-hmm. means, like, like really I would tell myself, stop focusing on this, this end result, focus on you. Everyone starts with, with what's my why. It's very hard to have a why. Uh, and I always struggled with that question. I always struggled with the question of wh- why are you doing this? Or where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, you know, like I'm not emotionally attached to business. Like, so it's not like oh, I want to have an, a thousand person agency. The thought of that makes me not happy and like, gets me anxious. So I don't want that. But it's, it's realizing what makes you happy. Who are you? And if you could start figuring that out, everything else becomes easier. And I know that sounds very wooey and, and, and whatever. I will tell you that every single person I've interviewed on my podcast, if I ask them what their number one contributor to success was, it's mindset. And mm-hmm. everyone wants the, how do I get rich? Everyone wants a tactical, but no one wants to address the most important part on how to do it. And, that, and that's mindset. And it's something that I've neglected for so, so, so long. And I'm lucky that I've been able to get by without really addressing it. But I would really say, go get your mindset right. This entire journey is 90% mental. I, I know that I know that everyone says that. Play the game long enough. And if you're listening to this business and you've actually built a successful business, you'll be nodding in agreement. Like I think I would go back and just make sure I become super self-aware of who I am. That's huge. Wow. Jason? This was absolutely awesome. My pleasure. Thank you. I learned so so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this was so great to learn. And I, I just love talking about podcasting and learning from the pros. To everyone listening, it means so much to have a little bit of your day each week. And we'll see you same time, same place next week. Goodbye.
Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.